Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuper, one rental at a time. And this is video number two on a critical topic of investing for cash flow or investing for equity. In video number one, we broke down a question that David Green was asked on the latest Bigger Pockets cast or Bigger Pockets podcast. I was lucky enough to have a student ask that question, send it to me. So we broke down that specific question in detail. What I want to do here is take on the broader question of, hey, investing for cash flow is stupid. It is slow, blah, blah, blah. You should be investing for equity. Uh, this is something that apparently has come up a lot in Bigger Pockets podcasts recently, and I wanted to kind of broach that subject. So uh, there's a couple of things I want to talk about, and I've spent about two hours on this. I have some notes over here that I will be referencing to make sure I um, stay on track. So first and foremost, my initial reaction is it's a silly question, right? You must invest for cash flow. Equity happens. Now, in the Bigger Pockets videos that I have been sent, the exact opposite opinion was shared. So instead of just reacting, I've listened, I've re-listened, and I understand the opinion. There's, I understand the opinion or the advice. So it's really hard to cover a topic like cash flow or equity in one bucket because we are all in different positions. For example, if you're in your 20s, you have no family uh, responsibilities, no debt, uh, you make six figures because you're some computer scientist and you, oh, by the way, have roommates and you're house hacking, you can take on more risks. Where instead, maybe you are 40, you have three kids in private school and you don't got much time, right? So there's, everybody is in different positions, but I do have some rules of thumb that I believe are critical. One, it's the only picture in this awesome book, One Rental at a Time. And let me see if I can find it real quick. It's called No Alligators. And of course, I can't find it. I don't know what page it's on. I should know this by now, right? It is my book after all. Uh, oh, there it is. I knew it was early in the book. No Alligators, right? Never buy, never create an alligator. What is an alligator? It's negative cash flow. If you are buying properties in expensive markets like San Jose, California, which was referenced by a David Green video, and you have negative 500, negative 700, negative $900 cash flow, that is a huge mistake. And you are one market accident, one recession away from being in huge trouble. Never buy or create alligators. If you've read my book, you know that I made that mistake. When I went back to Recycle Capital, I did not do the math. I thought the bank would be conservative and I took out too much cash. And that first property I want, I bought, which I was so happy with, soon became an alligator that ate me alive every month. Rent was 1100, my mortgage was 13. I lost money every month, don't do that. 
So never do that. Negative cash flow, not good. That is gambling. That is not advice that I think is good for anyone. Second, what I believe is missed a lot in the conversations by folks like David Green, who have who are real estate brokers, who write amazing books like Burr by repair, rent, repeat, or refi, repeat. I don't think he appreciates what I went through and what a lot of you go through, right? I write about it in this book. I was traveling all over the world. I had a crazy stressful job. I could be fired every 90 days. We were raising a child. I did not have time. It is cute for real estate brokers and real estate entrepreneurs to say, you're not doing it right. You're going too slow. You should do this instead. Folks, burring expensive properties in the Bay Area takes time. Extremely risky. People who talk about it being e easy already have teams, probably multiple teams. They have private capital. They have the ability to go see site visits, drop-ins, teams to go watch. It is not easy. We had two six-figure incomes, stressful jobs all over the world, three continents in a week. All I could do was buy and hold, learn my market, look every day, have a buy box. My buy box was so small for three years because it's all the time I had. I believe a lot of people that watch my channel and a lot of people on bigger pockets have demanding full-time jobs. I wish there were bigger pockets podcasts that appreciated that. Too many of the podcasts that I listen to on bigger pockets are almost arrogant to the fact that a lot of their viewers have full-time jobs. Full-time jobs eliminates a lot of strategies. You can't go out and be a syndicator. You can't go out and burr properties. You can't go out and flip out of state. There are so many strategies on bigger pockets that aren't really viable if you work 80 hours, travel 100,000 miles a year. I did it. I know. I understand that buying for cash flow is slow, but it's better than nothing. And oh, by the way, you can recycle capital at year four or five, explosive growth, 1031. You don't have to go to 17 different markets. We've only ever been in one. So again, that is important. Two more thoughts. Without question, wealth, wealth, net worth comes from equity or appreciation. That is unarguable. After investing for 21 years, most of our quote unquote net worth is from appreciation. Some of it is from mortgage pay down, but most of it's from appreciation. Some of it's from forced value adds like creating third bedrooms and stuff like that. But wealth comes from appreciation. Why are you doing real estate? Well, if you're like me, you wanted freedom. Freedom comes from cash flow. I believe Bigger Pockets ignores this. Uh, when I wrote for Bigger Pockets 10, 11 years ago, when I was a guest speaker at their event in the first event in Denver, I was the full time employee who came in and said, Build a real estate portfolio. I think we had 80 doors at the time. Freedom comes from cash flow. And I think Bigger Pockets has lost that. I think Bigger Pockets people got rich because now they just sell books. 
Now they're doing mobile home parks and apartment syndications. Folks, I believe in the little guy. I believe in house hacking a fourplex. I believe in buying single family rentals. I believe in doing all of these things. One rental at a time works. It is for the little guy. You don't have to feel bad. If you are buying one rental a year, you're awesome. You're winning. You should not feel like a loser. If they make you feel that way, stop going there. I'm not saying they do that, but sometimes it comes across. Another topic, life stages. And if you hear me talk about it in this book, when I had a six-figure job and I was in my early 30s, we took on a lot of leverage. We were 80% LTV all the time. We never got, I don't know, we probably never went below 70% LTV. When we did, we extracted the equity and bought more. If you go back and watch the first video, that was critical to exponential growth. Buy and hold doesn't have to be linear. It will get exponential when you can recycle capital. But if you get later in life and you want to slow down, we now sit with an LTV of probably under 50. We're not growing as fast. That's okay. We're at a different stage of life. I think too many people in bigger pockets act like we're all the same and the advice is the same. It's not. There is a time for high leverage and there's a time for low leverage. Again, there's a lot of talk about buying in expensive areas because that's where equity can explode. Sure, that's where equity exploded the last two years. Are you willing to bet that the next two years are going to have the same equity? I'm not. I don't think that's safe to assume at all. Oh, it's just going to double again. That is horrible advice. In fact, I think there's a better chance that it's flat or nothing or even down slightly. I think it is horrible advice to say, come and buy an expensive area because it gives you better appreciation. The reason I invest in California and I never left is because California is like this. And you could watch it. You know when to buy, when to sell, when to buy, when to sell. I cover all of that in this book. I have successfully replaced two six-figure incomes. I've invested in California. Cash flow is the thing. Appreciation happens. Recycle capital. Stage of life. So again, the last thing I'll say about cash flow and appreciation is cash flow is oxygen. I want you to hold your breath and see how long you can hold it. If you invest for appreciation and ignore cash flow, you are going to get got eventually. It still pains me to talk about a guy who was legitimately worth 10 million bucks flipping million dollar homes. He is bankrupt and divorced now. Didn't have to be. He didn't watch his cash flow. This is exactly what's going on with Evergrande in China, just at a bigger scale. Cash flow stopped. Now they can't pay their debt. Now their jets are being sold and their buildings are being sold. And betting on appreciation is a bad idea. Betting on appreciation with negative cash flow is a horrible and tragic idea. The other thing I'll say is, again, it feels like Bigger Pockets has gotten too big. The speakers are only talking about the big boys and do syndication and do big things. The little guy, buying a house, buying a duplex, buying a quad is awesome, and I want to celebrate your success. If I help you in any way, let me know. We have now helped 401 people close a transaction. 
We are soon going to be at 500 and then we are going to give money away to charity, at least five grand to a charity, if not more. So again, like, subscribe, comment, be a part of one rental at a time, share one rental at a time, have more and more people understand that, you know what? Buying a duplex is awesome. Buying a quad is awesome. Buying another house is awesome. Cash flow is the way to go. Cash flow is oxygen. If you turn off your oxygen, meaning cash flow goes to zero or negative, you will eventually get got. So let's see what we have for questions. We got some people joining. Hey, Jeffrey, how are you? Paul, what do we got? Uh, I need to pay my bills every month. I need cash flow full stop. Absolutely. Totally agree. Your expenses are paid with dollars, not percentages. Totally get it. You guys are awesome. Consider selling in the market that Bigger Pockets is creating. Yeah, good point. That's why they have BP Rookie. I never seen that. So good. I'm glad somebody's oh, somebody's out there. But the realtor said appreciation is why you. <laughs> yeah, realtors are funny. Anyways, guys, have a wonderful day. If you like these videos, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Take care of yourself. Again, cash flow is the way to go. Appreciation happens. I hope you enjoyed these two videos. Take care.